When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The Minnesota Vikings are pretty much the best team in North American team sports to never win a championship. Welcome to Before We Die with Jesse and Thor on Purple Daily and Score North. What's going on, everybody? This is Before We Die on Score North from Purple Daily. I'm Jesse Pierce, normal hockey writer, normally slinging those Minnesota wild lines, but now jumping in onto the Minnesota Viking side because the wild are losing and the Vikings are not. So seems like a good time to be all in on the Vikes. He's Thor Nystrom from Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros, tossing out Thor's hammers each and every Thursday. Cannot wait to get into those prop bets. And Ross Brendel, our producer. Ross, you love the Vikings pain because... It lets me know I'm still alive. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Again, this is Purple Dailies before we die on Score North Thursday edition. We also have episodes released every single Monday. Uh, guys, it's bye week for your Minnesota Vikings. Five and one at the bye. Now, Thor, I already have an idea of what you're going to say, but Ross, is this what you expected of this team by the time we reach this point in the season? Because I know, I'll admit it, it's absolutely not. I would say they've exceeded my expectations because I would have said, I think I would have said, I think this team can start four and two. So by definition at five and one, they would be exceeding my expectations. As far as the record goes, I'm not 100% positive if they're exceeding my expectations as what the play on the field looks like. But when you're five and one, I really don't think that matters. We all know this is the business of winning and losing. I got to give props to your son in the background. This is what it's like a new thing for him. Like he thinks it's hilarious. Like he's like, yeah, I'll stay outside the door. And now it's like his new shtick. Like was he, you know, we've all been in locker rooms. Was he sticking a recorder in, in front of your face? He's he's been, I've, I've taken him to work with me one too many times. Trying to get a comment on the record from his mother. I think so. But (laughs) but ignore, it's like the ignore the man behind the curtain, ignore the child in the background as best you can, ladies. I can't. And it's, it's partially because he wanders in so disheveled and so cute (laughs) at the same time that you can't not be distracted by it. Yes. I would say the Vikings are exceeding my expectations and that's a great thing. Again, I want the play on the field to get better. But you can't complain too much when the team you follow, love and adore is five and one. So I'm I'm happy heading into the bye week and I hope to remain very happy coming out of the bye week when the Vikings take on Kyler Murray and the Cardinals in a few weeks, followed by the commanders. You should say the Kyler Murray of Jesse's fantasy football team, that Kyler Murray. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, Ross. You see, I I, even paused. You know, Kyler Murray, Jesse's fantasy football team. 
what you fail to realize is I have to toggle back and forth. Obligatory fantasy football mention. Nice. Now it just feels forced. Time has passed. Obligatory fantasy football mention. Almost makes up for it. How about a second uh, time for you? I know. No, it's funny. I was thinking about this. I was like, you know what? I thought they would have been two and three. And then I realized I can't do math. And so that was a big part of the problem. But no, I would say, I mean, five and one for me, it's way better than I thought they would. I think four and two is probably a fair bet. Um, you know, I maybe even three and three Ra- or, uh, Thor. All right. I'll let you have your platform now, Mr. 12 win Minnesota Vikings. I imagine this is exactly what you expected out of this Viking squad and Thor very quickly what Jesse's getting at is you need to elongate here so she can tend to personal <laughs> matters oh okay I didn't know I needed a filibuster um, you know I, just stretch that's what we do they do in tv right stretch he'll yeah, keep coming he'll just this is his new thing he can't uh we got the Amazon fire stick tv or excuse me no because we're not sponsored by anybody yet uh you uh yeah he needs to fix that so that's why he's still around but Thor Thor's yours uh, no, they've exceeded my expectations. And this is coming from the guy that said they'd be 12 and five, but I, I had them with two losses at this point. And, and that was, you know, comparative to, you know, relative expectations was a very optimistic viewpoint of the Vikings and they they're still over what my pace is. So yeah, it's, it, it's been great. I like it. I, uh, now another big point of discussion, I think right now for the Vikings, they're five and one fans are feeling it, right? You're feeling groovy. You're liking the wins top of the uh, nfc north looks like they're gonna get the best of uh the foes the packers again probably later on but even more so are the minnesota vikings just like are they fun like it's kirk cousins fun we keep talking about the chains right as chains are hanging low like i i've always said this and i've said this about the minnesota wild a lot when a team's having fun you really are gonna have more success not that you're playing too loosey-goosey out there but you're just you seem to be having a good time and granted winning is way more fun than losing. So they kind of go hand in hand, but how much do you think that is factoring into uh, the Vikings? There was obviously a big discussion about the culture coming in with KOC that leads to fun. Cause Zim doesn't look like a fun time at all. Uh, and uh, yeah. So what are your guys thought there? You got JJ with the gritty too. Can't forget all the good stuff. Are of they course, fun? Of course you're going to have more fun when you're winning and yes, they're, they're fun just in a vacuum, but yeah, I mean, you know, even outside of last year's team, and going back a couple of years under Zimmer, they just seemed really tight on the field. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like every time, you know, Cousins was like afraid to make mistakes under Zimmer. They didn't want to get chewed out on the sidelines, stuff like that. And this team is way more loose. You know, like you, you remember when they they did Jefferson won the the Nickelodeon GAC player yeah. of the week or whatever. And and they're dumping the the slime on on O'Connell's head. Yeah, they're having way more fun. And I think a part of that shows on the field. The guys aren't as afraid to make mistakes. They're just going out and they're they're playing their games. They don't even know the system a, a thousand percent yet. Um, I think once once the players are completely acclimated to it, we'll see even better performance on the field. But I, I think the the looseness of this team and, and the fun factor, it's already paying dividends on the field. Jesse brings up a great point. Does the winning create the fun or does the fun help with the winning Or is it a little bit of both? My general life philosophy is when you have two scenarios or two questions posed to you, generally the truth is somewhere in the middle. I will say questions like this used to drive me crazy because I would say, are the Vikings fun? Who cares? I want the team to win. (laughs) But, you know, as you get older in life, you start to realize, yes, the ultimate goal for this team is to win a Super Bowl. Of course, that's the name of the show. Before we die, we all want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. 
before we die. However, there is a journey and a process that goes along with that. So as a fan, if the team's having fun and you're having fun, we should all enjoy that. So I, for as much as I've nitpicked the five and one, because I do still think there's a lot to improve upon, Mm -hmm. the team is five and one. That alone is fun. Everything else that comes with it is just, you know, like extra food at the buffet. When you get all excited, oh, they have that, they have that, oh, they have that. That'll show you where my head's at right now. I was going to say, did you miss lunch? (laughs) I missed lunch and my breakfast was very light. It was very light. And I'm diabetic. So if I, you know, fall, fall off the chair here during this podcast, just send help. But no, overall, yes, I do think the Vikings are fun, which is a shock to me because, I mean, I'll be honest, I think the quarterback's a little odd. But a part of what makes him fun is that he's odd. Right. And, and, and the chains thing is hilarious. It's ridiculous. Like, I know. Like, I, I agree. Like odd doesn't begin to describe Kirk cousins for me. Right. He's just, he's, he's different. Just, he's peculiar. He's uh yeah. Think of all these other synonyms. Um, But it is, it's kind of fun to see him come out of this weird little buttoned up shell. You know, if we could, again, just teach the man how to make a proper steak or something like that, then I might feel a little bit better about who he is as a human. Um, But you know, you do it. Like you said, I think, with Zim and the way that he ran his ship and, and his crew ran everything, it's just very different from what Kevin O'Connell's doing. And I do, I think Kirk's able to be more comfortable now. And you're seeing yeah. that. I mean, you are getting some very solid Kirk Cousins, namely in that fourth quarter. Uh, but ultimately, it's just it's it's fun as a fan to watch. Again, I think we'd be singing a different tune tune if this team, if Kirk is throwing on chains and they're still losing by even just three points every game, right? Like we're not feeling the fun but uh as i like to poetically say roses are red the vikings are fun don't look now but they're five and one i just made that up on the spot wow you guys want to hire good. Me. wow Thank that you. was pretty good i mean i'll say i'll say this too on the fun thing i, I don't want to discredit mike zimmer i think we're very quick to jump on mike zimmer Fair. and not acknowledge what mike zimmer was able to do for the vikings franchise what he inherited what he turned them into but I will say Kevin O'Connell has allowed us to see, I don't know if it's a different side of Kirk Cousins, but it's maybe perhaps the more natural and the truest version of Kirk Cousins. And Kirk feels comfortable that he can maybe do that sort of thing in public with the team and have more fun and not always be looking over his shoulder. Oh, is the coach angry at me? Or, oh, what did I do wrong now? So I think Kevin O'Connell has enabled that. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of that has to translate onto the field. When you talk about, look, Jesse and Thor, Kirk Cousins hasn't always played great this season. His numbers aren't even that great, but he's been pretty darn good when it matters. And that's most important. And perhaps this new kind of more relaxed, more fun Kirk Cousins is helping out with that. And Kevin O'Connell has been able to help enable that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Thor, I thought you were going to say something. You know, your oh. face was like right there. No, I, a thousand percent. I, I agree. Well said. Well, <laughs> well said. thank you very much. Thank yeah. you very much. That's all it is. You know, when you look at the Vikings being five and one at this junction, again, they've got this bye week, which is probably a really great time to have it. The Buffalo Bills are also five and one. And then you've got your, uh, that one team we don't need to talk about them, that Philadelphia Eagles squad that's six and oh. Um, it's weird to me, too, to say that the Vikings are in that category with the bills and the Eagles a little bit, right? I mean, certainly some of those other divisions are are kind of hot messes a little bit, putting it nicely, but 
but it's kind of weird. I mean, you're talking the elite elite. We talked about this weeks ago too. I don't think the world would be ready for like a Bills Eagles clash in the Super Bowl because that sounds like pandemonium across the board, like insanity. Uh, but it is. I, I think you know that those two teams are are awesome. But now the Vikings are obviously in that conversation because of their record. Well, yeah. how about how about this for both of you, if you don't mind me hopping in? Because I think Jesse and I are very like minded. Thor might be a bit more bullish. Right now, I would say it does feel kind of odd for the Vikings to be mentioned with the Eagles, especially having lost to them and the Bills and even the Kansas cities of the world. But what would get the Vikings into that same level where you guys would feel comfortable talking about them like that? What more would it take? Do they have to run the table and be seven and one and then go into Buffalo and maybe win or at least hang with Buffalo? What would make you feel comfortable saying, okay, the Vikings are easily one of the best teams in the NFL. What do they need to do to get you there? Well, the you have to have more emphatic wins, right? I mean, like, you know, the, some of these, the, the lesser competition that they've been playing, they, they've had to either come back or pull it out at the very end, or they, you know, like they allowed the Bears back into it in some ways, a little bit allowed the Dolphins to at least get back into the game. You, you want to see them start to assert their will on the lesser teams a bit more. Um, and then, you know, hopefully in kind, when you play the elite teams like the Eagles, and I would not put the Vikings in that category yet. I think the Eagles are probably alone in tier one in the NFC and that, but the Vikings are definitely in tier two, but I mean, to, to jump up in that. Yeah. You have to, you have to tighten some things up and improve some things, but I, I think that's certainly possible because the Vikings haven't played their best football despite being five and one to this point. I would completely agree and don't want to, you know, double take on what you said because they do. Their wins need to be more convincing to me. I still haven't seen really a complete game out of the Minnesota Vikings. And it's I'm still asking the same question. They're five and one. But are they a good team? Like, are they, I, you know, like yeah. I still am asking that question every single week and they're getting better. They're taking steps toward improvement. But, you know, I don't think always just looking at a straight up record tells you what you need to know about the team and how successful they're going to be, especially come the postseason there. So I would entirely agree with that. Um, since we're laying out our comments about this Minnesota Vikings team, Ross, I know you've got some comments about us as hosts and people, you know, uh, on this before we die of purple dailies and score North, which we love. We do love the engagement. We love the critics. We love the conversation. Uh, you know, it's, it's all, it's all good. Good, bad, ugly, whatever. Ross, what do we got? Let's fire some up. Comments from YouTube. Let's start here. This is Darren Tasto on the YouTube machine. A little long, but stick with me. So I'm curious, what if it's the ball holder for Greg referring to all these missed extra points and field mm -hmm. goals this year? And we talked about this with, uh, was it Dane Mizutani in preseason? Yes. How I thought Jordan Berry would make the roster because of how important it was to have that cohesive special teams unit. So Darren goes on to say Jordan Berry was the holder, and during practice he never missed. I like Wright as our punter, but with him, he's missed extra points and field goals. Like I said, Wright is awesome. He set the team record for probably the best punter in the NFL. But him as a holder has shown Greg is less accurate. Is it fair to put the field goal misses again, all beyond 50 yards and the extra points? Is it fair to put those on Jordan Barry? 
No, or we'd be putting it on Ryan Wright, right? Like the excuse me, the yeah. misses would be yes, yeah, yeah. correct. Uh, Is it no. fair to put those on Ryan Wright? No, I'm I'm not absolving Joseph of his field goal misses, and I'm certainly not putting any of the blame on it onto Ryan Wright, who's been one of the best punters in the NFL as a rookie. Mm-hmm. So uh, no strays shot in Ryan Wright's direction. I would say, you know, like, and I know Ross, you have you've got feelings. You've got feelings yeah. about Greg Joseph and the kicking situation. I mean, both guys have jobs to do, right? And both guys have to be performing their jobs well in order to have success. And certainly the positioning of how you hold the ball. We all know what happens when you do a very poor job at it and what can result. I don't think that Ryan Wright necessarily has done a poor job. You haven't seen any miscues entirely like that. And and like you mentioned, we're not getting on Joseph for missing uh, kicks that he, you know, it's they're hard to make even for some of the best. So it's probably something to look at. I haven't, I guess, analyzed it enough to say like, oh, you know, you're right. Ryan Wright is doing this kind of wonky donkey. I think he's doing fine. I think it's just, it's a matter of Greg Joseph maybe getting, I hate to say nervous. It seems like sometimes he doesn't have the confidence in himself. And now that he's missed a few of those longer uh, opportunities, I think that's just kind of feeding into why he continues to do so. I think we file this one under the it's fair to question, but you kind of just put it in the filing cabinet and see how the next couple weeks or few games go. Because the real interesting thing here is you're not going to create another roster spot just to have somebody like Jordan (laughs) Barry come in and hold. It's going to be the backup quarterback. It's going to be the punter or it might be a receiver. And you certainly don't want to change it in season. So for now, it is what it is. I will say, though, I do like the observation because we we tend to underestimate how important these things are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's I would agree. Here's another one from you or for you from Matthew Erickson. This team has already come up on this pod. The Eagles are going to go 15 and two, maybe better. Don't think the Vikings can keep up. This was in response to can the Vikings be the number one seed? So. Are the Eagles really going to win 15 or more games? Your thoughts? No, I don't, I don't think so. No, but I mean, it's it's all the Vikings are all, also two games behind them when you count in the tiebreaker. So I, you know, I'm, I'm not super bullish that the Vikings are going to overtake them, but no, I mean, like the, the Eagles are not some Leviathan team. I They're going to finish with more than two losses. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably agree. It just only because we all know how hard that can be. And that's assuming that they do stay fully healthy and they continue. I mean, I think the Eagles are a very, very good team. No question about it. We saw that handily uh, when they played the Minnesota Vikings and absolutely, I don't even, if you call that playing them, they just destroyed them. Sorry to bring up those nightmares, but I mean that, I think that showcase what kind of team they are, but yeah, to go 15 and two, that is a tall, tall order. I don't think that that will happen. I don't think they will either, but I'm fairly confident in proclaiming them as the number one seed when the season ends. I just think it's going to be tough for teams to track them down. I don't expect the Giants to keep up with them. The Eagles are now two games clear of Dallas. Technically, as Thor talked about, two games clear of the Vikings. The South doesn't look all that good. It just seems like it's the Eagles' number one seed to lose. Mm -hmm. How about this one? This is from Clinton Rising. Yes, you may call Washington, D.C. team the commies, LOL. Are we yay or nay on the commies? On, on, the, name, on the name the commies? Yeah, can we call them the commies or do we have to call them the commanders, 
the commandos. Maybe I'm around like Caprice off too much, and I'm always thinking of like (laughs) I don't know. know. (laughs) Yeah, right. Why are we tiptoeing around Dan Schneider's franchise? Commie (laughs) seems like a complimentary term compared to what we could call that team, uh, that organization. I'm I'm way okay with with commies and arguably they should be called worse. I I would submit this to the group and and people please if you're watching on YouTube comment. I think they should have stuck with Washington football team. I loved it. Yeah, I would have I, I would have just stayed with that and they didn't need to mess around with the uniforms like they did. Okay, here's the final one. It's props to Jesse. As a parent of two under 4 myself, I just want to shout out Jesse for the incredible no-look maneuver to rip off the piece of toilet paper for the kiddo. That's from Connor Erickson. Congrats, Jesse. Connor, thank you. Yeah, what I didn't inform you guys in that moment, but I informed Ross and Thor later on was that there was some butt wipe action going on during that time as well. It was a lot. I was under a lot of pressure. Uh, No, frankly, I'm over, like, I'm obviously a mom first and this all comes second. I do. I want him just to stay the heck out of there. Again, you guys, we need to get some good sponsors. I need the door. I need the lock. He'll find a way in. They always do. They always find a way to interrupt you at your most inconvenient times. But thank you for acknowledging that. It's hard being a mom, but here we are. Perhaps you need to hammer home a better locking system. And with that, it's time for Thor's Hammers. Well, as you guys know, Vikings are on by this week, so we're not going to be doing the player props for the Vikings. Um, I thought instead this week, instead of doing props for a different game, why not do the lines for the yeah. games of the NFC North teams? No, before we before we get into that, I, I uh, did you want to tell people who are is leading on these Thor's hammers at all? Like, did we want to make mention of like what the records might be and stuff? Like, no, not not pretty it's early. Well. Okay, it's early. Yeah, it's, it's you know. Okay. It's, Okay. Uh, it's me, by the way, guys. It's me. I'm winning on all the prop bets, so thank you. It, it's it's Jesse. Here, continue. Jesse, it's Jesse's had a, had a good season so far. That some experts have said it's a bit of a fluky start for Jesse, <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes today. Um, okay, so we're going to go through the NFC North games with the spreads that we got right now live. Um, I'm going to start with Ross. Russ, Cowboys minus seven, hosting the Lions. What team do you got on the spread? I'll take the Cowboys. Okay. Lions always play close games, but I'll take the Cowboys because they really need it. Okay, you're taking the Cowboys. Jesse? I'm going to go Lions. Why not? You're going to go the Lions? Oh, chaos. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the seven points with the, with the Lions as well. Um, the next one we have Packers minus five at the aforementioned commies. Uh, Ross, we'll start with you. Who do you like in that one? That, I used to always say, even when the commies were bad, that was a really tough place to play, and they would always hang in games. That has not been the case this year, so I'm going to take the Packers and their struggling offense to cover. Jesse? Ditto. Let's, you, know, I'm a, you know, I'm a closet Green Bay fan, too, hence that's why I'm going. No, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to figure this out. It's, yeah, let's go Packers. Start. I didn't say it that way. I just meant like, let's go Packers. Like I'm going selecting the Packers. Uh, I'm going the commies and put the Packers on upset alert, but I'm taking those five points. Um, <laughs> next one, the Patriots minus eight and a half hosting, hosting the Chicago bears. Ross, let's, who do you like in this one? Well, we, th- we think Mac Jones might be back. I don't think it matters whether it's my guy, Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones. I think our guy, Bill Belichick will, well, he'll get it done. 
he'll get it done. I actually like the Patriots by 10 or more in that game. Wow. wow. Okay. Jesse? Although I don't disagree. I'm going Pats. You're going Pats? <laughs> Way to sell it, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I don't disagree with him. I don't disagree at all. Not one. I'm going to I'm gonna go contrarian on that one, and I'm going to take the Bears. And I have one last one for you guys. It's the only other NFC team, not NFC North, but just NFC team in general, that is playing on Sunday that has a winning record. Uh, we, we hit the one with the Cowboys. That was the only other one. Jaguars minus three hosting the Giants for our last Thor's Hammer of the Day. Ross, let's start with you. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I will stick with, I love Jacksonville. Absolutely love them, mainly because of their ineptitude. But I, no. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Love it. I'll take I'll take Jacksonville. All right, Jacksonville. Uh, Jesse. I had a Jacksonville starter jacket back in the oh, day. Yeah, it beautiful. was a thing of beauty. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy cat country, but I'm going to go Giants. You're going to go Giants. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am going to agree with Ross and go with the, the contrarian play. This line to me stinks to high heaven. The Giants <laughs> have only lost one game and the Jaguars have only won two. And the Jaguars are favored. Oftentimes in college football, when you see the non-ranked team favored over the ranked team, usually the non-ranked team is is going to cover. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jacksonville in that one as well. All I have to say is one thing for the six Jaguars fans who will get this: <laughs> Duval. <laughs> I don't get why they're so obsessed with their county. It's the dumbest hashtag in all of the NFL. Yeah. We can we could talk about our counties. We prefer to talk about the team what if, and whatnot. What if instead of the horn, everybody at US Bank Stadium just said Hennepin? <laughs> it would be the yeah, replace skull with that. It'd be the, like the dumbest, like what do you call it? Hennepin. Yeah, Hennepin. No. it just doesn't jive as Hennepin. well, right? It just but, doesn't. By the way, speaking of hard to pronounce uh, Minnesota county and, and city names, did you guys see our, our friend Gabe Henderson over in uh, in the UK for that week when he was asking uh, the, the British folks to pronounce the names of Minnesota cities? He'd show them the spelling and then they were trying to say how it was pronounced. You, you guys see that? No, but I'm I sure Matamidi was in there because it is every it was. single time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, oh, the, the, those folks were struggling. Even Adina, they, they were having problems with. Even Ely, they have problems with. There's um, uh, you guys do the show, Coach. Yeah, right. Yeah, Kato, Minnesota State. Yeah, yep. Minnesota State. Probably. They called uh, Shakopee Shakopee. Oh, geez. On the show. On the show, yeah, they oh. referred to it as Shakopee. I will say, I lived in central, lived in central New York. Those names were hard, like because they have so many like native names, and it just it was really, really like there was one town, Skinny Atlas. If I showed you guys the spelling, you'd be like, "No way! There's no way that's Skinny Atlas." Like it's S K A N A T. It's like it's something insane, like a whole bunch Oneida, um, Cicero. Like they, it just it's crazy. So you know what I, you know what I legitimately want to know for fun. If people can drop in the comments, if you're watching on YouTube, tell us your county and state. Yeah, I would I would love to see that. Yeah, send us give us your county and state. That would be fun, especially if it's a negative comment towards me. (laughs) <laughs> or if it's a really funny county name this is true just hammer thor uh yeah. thank you for thor's hammers though again jesse's winning in thor's hammers as of this week count yeah. it uh 3 46 p.m 
on October the 20th. So that's going to do it this week, you guys, for our uh, Before We Die on Purple Daily and Score North. As always, I'm Jesse Pierce. He's Thor. Are you you sure that we're done? It's not. It's not going to do it for us because, as is the title name of this show, we have some Before We Dies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Time now for the Before We Die crew to give us their Before We Dies. Sorry, sorry, or I double tap the button. We're still working on some kinks, guys. We got these new sliders in there. It's great. I was Uh, excited to jump in on this one because I feel pretty confident about this one. uh, Before I die, I'm going to catch Jesse in the standings for the prop bets. Please. (laughs) Here's what I got. Before I die, I'm going to figure out how to game Vegas. And here and here's why it's another go for football tangent for 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, Penn State is only favored to beat the Gophers by four on Saturday night in Happy Valley. I wouldn't touch that. I'd be happy if the Gophers get out of Happy Valley within 40. Mm. Okay, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but I wouldn't touch that four points. Yeah, and I think the I think the Gophers backup's gonna be started at that yeah. game. I, Vegas- I don't- but yeah. Vegas knows something they always do. There's a reason for that line. But before I die, I'm going to figure out Vegas. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, let's see. Before I die, the Minnesota Wild will win a game, which I'm not <laughs> saying that's coming tonight. I'm not saying that's coming Saturday. Uh, it They'll win a game probably. You know, Thor did say uh, before he died, the Wild would hold somebody to less than seven goals. And he was right. It, it was, was right. only six it in the third six. game. I pulled the even on my hockey predictions for this season. Was was really <laughs> excited about that. That they only allowed six goals. I mean, they what did. a what a performance by the goalie and the defense of the Wild stepping up like that. Yeah. Jesse, I'm going to give you some props for those who uh, watch before we die or consume before we die. If they're Minnesota Wild fans, they should be checking out Judd's hockey show. But they should mm-hmm. they should also be checking out the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Yeah, Devin Dubnik, he's on there this week. Uh, he's Dube. a goalie. Dubs, Thor. Dubes. 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 See? It's like it's like Duval. It's just it's But I don't Dube. I don't I don't want to do that because I feel like the fans, no, well, they, they do that with Romeo Dubes, don't they? And if they if they haven't, they're certainly gonna start because it's the most annoying fan base in the world. When they used to do the Coon, remember John Coon? Coon. And they'd, be like, they'd be like Coon. Oh, I, I would almost want to overturn my television. Um, I'm, I'm sure that they do that still. My we, problem with those though, too, is they sound like booze because it's the same every thing. Like, time. So they call yep. Marcus Felino moose. So everyone goes moose. And I remember last year, everybody was like, why are they booing yeah. Marcus Felino? I'm like, well, they're saying moose, but I know, especially on the TV, it sounds like booze and unless you've been to a game. Like actually Jesse this year, they are just booing. They are just hundred <laughs> percent. There have been numerous evenings of booing. Whatever, it's fine. I still get paid whether they win or lose, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, though, good fan bases again, Minnesota Vikings on a bye this week. So, you know what? Get out of the house. Go check out some fo- other football teams. Uh, place your bets, whatever you got to do. Parlay them. I watched a funny TikTok about a guy parlaying uh, his rent money. It was great. Anyway, uh, this is Purple Dailies. Terrifying. Be- I know. This he's now Purple- living under a bridge. He's <laughs> now living under a bridge. He did not get it. I think uh, he's Thor's roommate. He just moved in with <laughs> Thor. 
Yeah, I got to evict that guy. I, I heard the, <laughs> the authorities need to get involved. Might, might uh-huh. need a court order. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, again, this is Purple Dailies before we die on Score North, bringing you episodes and Viking stock every Monday and Thursday, along with all of our Purple Daily content and friends, Ventline. You know them all. I'm not going to run through the whole list of them. Relentless Randy's Rants, Boone. Yeah, I did run through them all. Anyway, uh, you guys have a great... <laughs> You guys have a great rest of your day. Uh, Thanks for the love, sharing, support, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Skull Vikings. Duval. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.